Welcome to Boys and Brunch. This is the show where we expose everything going down on the timeline. And uh, today we are talking about Kim Kardashian's divorce to Kanye and the rumors surrounding him and Jeffree Star. If the first ba bachelor, Matt James, is into Black women, uh, Soho Karen and this interview with Gail King and an Instagram account calling out the gays for their New Year's partying in Puerto Vallarta. Uh, I'm Jared D. King. <laughs> I am joined by co-hosts Marcus Haynes and Brandon Harris-Williams. Hello, hello. And we are also joined by a special guest who is an actor, artist, media personality, and co-host of Our View on Your Boy News uh, YouTube channel. Travis Dimitri. Hey, what's Travis. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I'm loving the energy because, uh, you know, Thank sometimes you. we we sometimes take a minute to rev up, but uh, I'm loving <laughs> that you got us going I already. just woke up like an hour ago, but I knew I had a job to do, so I'm here. Um, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> so could you um, tell the audience a little bit more about what you do? Uh, well, my name is Travis Dimitri, and I'm an actor and media personality and an artist. So I have a single out now called Do I Ever? And yeah, I'm a, I'm a host on the New York Dose, which is a podcast. And I'm one of the hosts on Our View Digital uh, Talk Show, which is just launched earlier, well, about a month ago. You know, in the studio, my sh I got some things working, but that's what I got out now. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> So um, now we are kind of doing like a crossover type of thing because I'm going to be on our view at some point. I'm going to be on the show with you at some point. I so we're going to be talking a little bit more. Um, but could you, uh, could you like basically give us just a brief synopsis of what our view is? Yes. So our view is a you know digital talk show, and right now the panel is four. It's four guys. It's Justin, it's me, it's Dan, and it's Toys. And we talk about politics, entertainment, music, pop culture, and you know, nothing is off topic. So we're in a virtual era, it's a new show, and we're just trying it out, see how it works. Exactly, I'm loving it, because you know, it's like, you know, I started this show because we were all kind of in the house all the time. It's like, we gotta do something, we can't just not do anything and i'm a creative person so that's so i yeah. feel like you know we were all kind of on the same page as far as that's concerned I know. um so what what are you drinking today what's in the cup me, well, i mean the people know i like to drink i'm not an alcoholic but i like to drink <laughs> um nah today i'm since i'm at brunch i have I'm a, a screwdriver actually a screwdriver okay. and when you know booze ghetto booze ghetto Hey, and listen, I haven't seen people in we a say, minute. We say bourgeois over here. <laughs> there, what's that again? Gourgeois. Gourgeois, ho. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Marcus, how are you today? What's new with you? I'm good. Um, still recovering from quite, quite a lot of drinking yesterday. But I'm here. And let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what's uh, what are you drinking today? Um, well, I just decided just to you know do traditional, make me a mimosa. We'll see how how much you know alcohol goes in this as the show goes on. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna join you that, Marcus. I'm gonna join you that player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Brandon, we missed you last week. So, uh, what have you been up to, and what are you drinking today? 
Um, what have I been up to? Just getting adjusted to 2021. It's been a crazy week, but it's only week one of 52. So we're going to keep it pushing, you know, as we go on. Um, what am I drinking today? I just like threw some stuff in this glass. So it's <laughs> a little bit of rum and then it's some orange soda. So yeah. Right. <laughs> we love That's a hunch fun. We love a hunch fun. So let's go. <laughs> Well, as far as my whole personal update, I don't know. I have just, I've just been in the house. I haven't been doing nothing. I mean, like, well, I've been doing a lot, but I haven't, you know, it's the same old, same old, just me just being in complete, uh, just go mode as far as trying to build this brand and everything. So that's where I've been, that's what I've been up to. And I have to disappoint you guys yet again. It's just coffee today. Um, oh. but you got to at least put some in the coffee now. Listen, they got to be one in the group, coffee. right? It got to be one in the group. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually I'm usually that one. Um, but yeah, let's jump into these uh let's jump into these topics. But first, so to the gourgeois, if at any point you hear something you like, please heart it up on the live stream if you're on Twitter. Uh give us a like right now if you're on YouTube. Uh, I will be watching the comments and trying to interact with you guys and shout you out. I will I am able to now put the comments on screen as you as you saw. So uh let's jump into this first topic. I'm calling this KK crazy. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> so according to a report from page six, Kim Kardashian's divorce to Kanye West is imminent. Apparently the last straw was Kanye's bid for president and his Twitter rants targeting the family. Um, so before we get into any other salaciousness, uh, Brandon, did you see this coming? them divorcing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because i think they're Duh. they're very big on like their brand <laughs> the family is even though their brand is questionable he's so far outside <laughs> of what it is that they're trying to do and trying to like promote or whatever so i absolutely see it like anybody that's like interrupting what we're doing yeah you gotta go mm -hmm. yeah i see but that. she got uh, what three four kids out of them so she said <laughs> well, she was set before that, but, but yeah. I mean, but not even necessarily financially. I'm more so meant like she got what she wanted or needed out of the marriage. So okay. we're done. We okay. can part ways. Mm. Okay. Uh, big reaction, uh, Travis. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Everything I'll be listening. I'll be like, um, so with the, you know, I saw it coming. They knew what it was. Everybody know how the Kardashians are. They don't try, they really don't try to hide it. You know what I'm saying? They really don't. We just fall for the shit. time. And I was actually watching something last night and a parent or allegedly or a parent, however you want to say it, is that she's like selling her, I guess, her beauty line or one of her companies for like 20%. Because, so, yeah. Uh, so okay. apparently the alleged, the story is like, you know, Kanye got what her. And, uh, Kanye got what? I'm sorry, you were breaking up just now. I don't know why. Kanye got more coin than her, so yeah. so yeah. So apparently, she sell her one of her companies, I guess, the beauty line for twenty percent. So, hmm, interesting. I didn't so know about all mess. that, but uh, yeah, definitely a hot mess. <laughs> um, it normally so... is with them. So. <laughs> you know, Marcus, we'll get to okay. you. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to you, Marcus, uh, with your thoughts. But um, I want to move into. Well, I actually, I did have I did have one more question. So actually, maybe you can answer this, Marcus. Is Kanye okay. a victim of the Kardashian curse? 
you can't be a victim when you walk into a willingly. You you you, <laughs> you walk into <laughs> willingly. Okay. Um, like you knew you you knew what you were getting into, bro. Like you made a whole song about this. You knew what you were getting into, but you people told you what you were getting into. But hey, you know, and now here we are. <laughs> yeah, of course. Listen, uh, Kanye was on that show seasons ago before they went together. Okay. I don't want to hear that. Kanye was a reality star. Before. I don't want to hear that. He knew right, what it was. I agree right. with you, Marcus. I agree with you. <laughs> the whole Kardashian curse thing is an whole is another conversation, but <laughs> it's just yeah, I don't think there's a curse. I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. But um <laughs> you have to throw that out there. Uh, These holes walk cloud. That's what it is. These holes and motherfuckers walk cloud. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So um, in these, in the same article, uh, a source said Kim got Kanye to go up there to Wyoming so they could live separate lives and quietly get things sorted out to separate and divorce. Um, so who else is in Wyoming? None other than beauty guru <laughs> Jeffree Star. <laughs> Not beauty guru. Well, it, Famous beauty influencer, beauty YouTuber. Child, I, I like that one, YouTuber. I okay. That. <laughs> so according to an article in Insider, a day after news of the divorce leaked, TikTok influencer at Real Ava Louise posted that she had been holding on to some gossip for months, uh, saying that Kanye had been, quote, hooking up with a very famous beauty guru, male beauty guru. Uh, then she cheekily liked the comments when people asked if it was Jeffree Star. Uh, so two days later, she posted this TikTok. Let me share this with you guys. Really not even getting sued. I made this entire scandal up. There is literally not one bit of truth to anything I have said. I just tricked the entire world into talking about me again because I was on a lot of Adderall and bored. And that's on being an icon. We all had fun though, didn't we? You're welcome for the memes. <laughs> so that was that was the person who kind of leaked that story and got everybody talking. So I'm just curious about re your guys' reactions to that. I thought that was Selena Powell. You guys know Selena Powell, the the you know Selena Powell. Mm -hmm. She's like she's like the white version of today's Superhead. Y'all know Superhead. <laughs> no, she's a white no, head. She's a video vixen that fucked all the rappers back in the day, from Jay Z to Nas to Kanye. Yeah. And then, so Janelina Powell, she she does that. Oh, today is she the one like, who was on the um? Sorry, that whatever that some radio show, something talking about Trey songs. Was that her? Yeah, she exposes. That's what she okay. does. That girl looks like her, and she gives me the same kind of energy. And her lips are super big, and she white. Something ain't right. I'll say it for you. I'll say it for you. <laughs> Just to be clear, this rumor about Kanye and Jeffree Star is absolutely false. Um, is what she's saying. But I feel like she's saying that not to get sued. But I feel like she knew what she was doing. Yeah, oh, no. I think she knew what she was doing, but I don't think she had any evidence to back that up. She was just throwing stuff out there. She was on Adderall. <laughs> she, I think she was honest she at that part. She said it, and I believe her. Y'all see how big her lips are? Nah. <laughs> she said she's a white girl. I, mean, she's on Adderall. I don't know if she made it, you know, out of nowhere, though. I don't know. 
don't know. Okay. So what do you th- so what do you think? She had some some uh some inkling. Nothing would surprise me coming out of the camp of Kardashian, Kanye West, Jeffree Star. Nothing mm-hmm. any of those right. <laughs> people yeah. will do will shock me. So I mean <laughs> so I don't know. Did you did you believe did you believe that story when it first came out? Or yeah, I how, how did... tilted my head. I kind of squinted a little bit. You know, stranger mm-hmm. things have happened. Marcus, did you believe? I it? mean, hell, who knew he was going to end up with Kim? Like, <laughs> right? Uh, not really. Um, it was funny. Like some of the some of the jokes that people made was funny, but I not really, not really. Okay. All right. Well, I thought it was thought it was interesting, and you know, I kind of have to give her props for actually <laughs> inserting herself into this. And and I don't know, I kind of have to, I kind of have to give her props. You yeah, know, them the, them the, that's that's oh, the, I, the brand of the Kardashian. You insert yourself into a story and make sure the people are talking about you, even when the story ain't got nothing to do with you. Right, and Jeffrey Star has all. If you look up the past three stories that Jeffrey Star has had in the media, it's with dealing with black men. However, however you want to see it, it's him and a black man on the headlines. So Jeffrey Star, back. Right, right. I mean, you know, it was um definitely. I guess it was believable, but I'm curious. I like. Well, I mean, I guess it was believable for Jeffrey Star to be hanging out with Kanye. But as far as Kanye, like, I never thought of Kanye as gay. I mean, did y'all ever? think that that was the case mm-hmm. like, no i feel like he's like a Jeff- about it. if he was a gay he'd be like a jeffrey dahmer type of gay i feel like he will fuck <laughs> you and kill you bitch and put you in the freezer hole you know what i'm saying i feel like he's one of those <laughs> i don't know what he said i ain't say that i don't need people coming after me <laughs> right uh, you know kanye, that's kanye. what i feel kanye okay. is uh <laughs> kanye is a little extra we know that um yeah, so, but I, you know, I think, you know, the thing is, is that for Kanye, it's just, it's, it's easy to believe anything that's said about him because he is, mm-hmm. you know, Kanye. so out there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of our comments here. A lot of people are saying, you know, why are we giving this woman any, uh, any attention? Um, white women, white womening, <laughs> that kind of thing. So I didn't put those up on the screen. But that's what the people are saying. That's what the Gorgeois is saying right now. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move into our next topic. But before I do, I just want to give myself a second chance at actually <laughs> showing off this merch that we have. So let me share the screen. It's gonna be real quick. I promise. This is not gonna be it's not gonna be too crazy. But um, hold on. Let me pull this up. Marcus is over there drinking. I love uh, it. Marcus, don't to. challenge me. Don't challenge me. <laughs> oh, Sorry to put oh. you out there. Oh. I love it. I'm like, that was gone. Yes. So you guys can actually see this now, right? <laughs> because this didn't happen last week. I was yeah. I was not yeah. doing it right. So anyway, we have merch. You go to boysandbrunch.com and you subscribe to our highest tier on Patreon. And on top of getting access to our exclusive um, after show, splitting the bill, you get uh, merch, which I have just now added to the page. So you get a nice sticker. I take shade with my tea. So that's level one. Level two, you get a mug. Be careful what you say, because, you know, that's our little tagline at the end. Um, You get a T-shirt that says, I live for your mess. 
because <laughs> that's what we do over here. And then lastly, <laughs> you get a nice tote bag of receipts. So we've got that. Um, and then of course, we are also doing the Gorgeois brunch. And um, that is uh, that's a free event that we're having online. All you have to do is sign up to our mailing list. That's in the description below, and you know, sign up to the mailing list, and then you get your ticket uh, at the event page. And you know, you bring your questions and topics to us, and we will discuss and have a good time. Uh, so I think that was not too painful, not as painful as it was last time. Exactly. So, next That's next topic, Prince Harming. Y'all, I'm talking about the Bachelor. So Prince Charming, okay. Prince Harming. I got it. I got it. That it took me just a second, but I got I it. Just, you did I flew, that. You I kind of flew over you guys. Just <laughs> that Prince. So I was. I did not read that. <laughs> so in the premiere episode of The Bachelor, our first Black Bachelor, Matt James, made a surprise move by stalling the arrival of the Bachelorettes to have a conversation with the host of the show. He said he knows people will be cheering for him to end up with a specific person of a specific race, and he doesn't want to piss anyone off, Black or white. He's both. And by that, he means, you know, he has an awareness of both sides. He is biracial. Um, so this moment felt kind of like a dog whistle to many Black women watching. Uh, they felt it was his way of kind of like letting black women down easily and saying, you know, I'm not going to pick you, but, <laughs> but since we're here, we'll have fun or something like, you know, that kind of, that kind of, <laughs> um, so is that true? So Travis, what do you think? Is that, is that kind of his statement in, in, within that question? I mean, I think his statement is, I mean, I think he was authentic with his statement. I also think his statement statement was very stereotypical. You knew you was on reality television and you knew you was black and white. So you knew what it was before you even got there kind mm -hmm. of deal. So um, he, that's his, that's what he's leading his, his press run with is because he knows that I guess, I don't watch the show, but I do, you know, I guess Elimination is coming up. And so I feel like that's like a disclaimer, like, bitch, he about to choose a white girl. So he's letting us all know now that he's choosing a Hello. white girl because in his press <laughs> run, he he also, you know, it's, it seems like he's in a, he came from a single family home because his mom is, is white, a beautiful white woman. Mm -hmm. She is white and, you know, he's all over the media with her, this, that, and the third. And I mean, yeah. A bi this is a biracial story in America, right? But I mean, I feel like it's probably a disclaimer for the most part. But also, the casting is kind of off too. So I heard, like, I heard those like lesser um, dark women and like more white or you know fair skinned women on on the cast. So mm -hmm. I mean, if you have like five dark skinned black women to choose from, and you know it's and you have like fifteen white girls, the odds are still like the still slim. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's like you know, if if, it's, if he's really there for true love, then you know that's what it is. If he's there for clout, then he would have. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I hear you, uh, Brandon. How are you feeling about this? Not me. <laughs> um, I, I just I, go, think, I just uh, read the facial expressions, and that's how I, I pick. Sometimes <laughs> I can't noted noted. I um, I don't know. It didn't really bother me. I think uh, like he was just saying. I think. He was trying to let it all down easily because um, he said that he's from a single parent household. His mom, who's white, was the one who raised him. 
So I don't know, like when mixed people say they're more interested in one thing or the other, that typically doesn't bother me versus like an all black person saying that. Cause I feel like you should be at least semi attracted or whatever to whatever makes up you, you know what I'm saying? Like your, your race or your parents or whatever. So you should be attracted mm. to that. Um, so that doesn't necessarily bother me, but I also, I mean, it's the bachelor on ABC. So I don't really see them giving us black love to begin with, whether he was mixed or not. So it's mm. cute, but I also don't think we're, we're not the target audience. So I don't think that yeah, probably people behind the scenes, like making sure like XYZ person stays until the end or whatever else. So. Okay. Okay. It's like Marcus, publicity to have the first black bachelor, but whatever. Yeah. If it was yeah. love and block, uh, love is blind on Netflix, it would have been different. <laughs> Wait, say that again. If it was love, was it love is blind? Love, love blind, love blind. On yeah. Netflix? Was that the one with Kamara? It was tomorrow. Um, the guy. It's a little Carlton different. I feel like that's was. more for us. Yeah, that's more for for us. If you know what I'm talking about, the bachelor ain't for us. <laughs> I think that was a very. I think that was, that that was a little bit more balanced for sure. Uh, love is blind, but um. Marcus, I'm curious if that's what you think the bachelor's message was that, you know, he's not really interested or he just kind of wanted, like, what, what are your feelings about that? Yes, he told you. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. That was the first time. Y'all listen. <laughs> listen, okay. because he, he was prepping, like, um, just like what pretty much everybody said. He's prepping us for that. Uh, yeah, I'm picking a white girl, so you can get over it now or you can get over it later. That's pretty okay. much just what he said. <laughs> um, as far as how I feel about it, it's, it's, it's somewhat to be expected. Like I'm not turning on, I'm not turning on this show, you know, expecting to see, you know, this super empowering black couple. That'd be like me turning on CW and expecting to see anybody but young, skinny, uh, quote unquote, fine folk, like. Mm. Not quite. Right. Oh, Jesus. Not quite. You don't get what you, talk, what you tune in for. Like, you, you it's, know? it's like MTV. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Why is this W folks ugly? I can't. <laughs> well, I mean. Okay, so here's, here's my view on the situation. Because I think I, I differ just a little bit. I think he was sending. Obviously, that was. That was set up that wasn't like it, it wasn't an impromptu conversation that was obviously set a set up kind of conversation to have on the show but i think he was sending a message to both communities saying you know don't be uh disappointed when i pick blank and if you insert you, you basically fill in the blank here so if he picks a black if he picks a white woman then he's going to be seen as a traitor to his race, kind of. And if he picks a white woman, then white people, well, not all of them, but a lot of them will think, you know, he's just doing it for political reasons or, he, you know, he's a social justice warrior now or something like that. So I could see that. And I'm just curious, like, why can't either be because he fell in love with the person in front of him? But do they ever really fall in love on these shows? Do they, yeah, <laughs> I think they do, but then they don't because you were locked up in the house that's wired up with cameras and lights as high as hell, and you are in this like sixteen other bitches in here. There's one dude. How the hell? Like it's all, it's all, it's it's it's. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's that's why that's mm -hmm. like all white girls because they all be desperate. Mm -mm. <laughs> that's, not falling, that's not falling in love. It's falling in lust. 
You, you know what I'm because you stuck in the house all this time. That's right. love. But, but when they had Flavor of Love, it was a problem, right? Oh, and then they had all like, oh, so now we get on Ratchet. But you have these white girls. The, the, the last Bachelorette, she, she fucked the same guy like in the, three times in one week. Ain't nobody talking about that. Hmm. I don't do anybody. Watching. <laughs> well then, watching, right? Watching the Bachelor for real. <laughs> you know who watches the best, but don't worry. <laughs> I, I used to watch The Bachelor actually, but I had to, but I stopped like back when it first came on, I watched a few seasons and then I stopped because because of the uh diversity uh-huh. issue, you know. Uh-huh. Right. Um, <laughs> but I'm curious, like, how do you guys feel like how do you guys feel about interracial dating like in in the gay community even? Because oh. I feel like there's a lot <laughs> of I feel like there's a lot of negativity around it. And I'm I don't know. I, I'm I'm like perplexed as to why. I mean, I understand that. I'll let you finish your question. I'll let you finish your question. I'm sorry. No, I'm just I'm curious what your feelings are on that because I don't know. I mean, I think personally I'm like I'll go out with anybody, you know, it really, it really doesn't, I don't, I don't, I won't reject anybody based on, based on race, as far as dating is concerned, um, Mm -hmm. or relationship. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of people would. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious what you guys (laughs) are feeling about that, because I see a lot of conversations online, and I don't necessarily agree with all of them. And I'm just want to know, what don't you agree with? Yes, that's, uh, yeah. that's I know, I know this is your show, but I'm gonna ask you a question. What you, what you, what you Okay, so I mean, I guess I don't agree with just outright, uh, like specifically in, in the black gay community, there's this idea that if you're dating a white guy, then, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just bad all the way around. I don't know. Like you're a, like you're a sellout kind of deal. Kind of. That's how yeah. they say it. That's how they. Pre- I feel you. They normally yeah. are. Now I understand. <laughs> wait, I understand. wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> and that's why. And that's why I wanted. That's why I wanted to have this conversation because I, I. I feel like you know there. There will probably be some. Some differing opinions here, but I do know that there is a difference. <laughs> like I don't want to necessarily have the, um, the conversation about. Well, I mean, we we can go wherever this goes, but. Let's I know in the there. media, I, I know on TV, I know on scripted shows and movies that there are a lot of interracial relationships that don't really show Black love. And I feel that it is important to show Black gay love um, as well. And so I get, I get the eye rolling when it comes to that. I completely understand that. But when it comes to real life, when it comes to, you know, me finding somebody out here and we know how hard it is to, to date and to get into a relationship, why then is it so um why is it so wrong for somebody to end up in in a in a relationship outside of their race and marcus it's not so at least from i can only speak for me in my house hello um it's not so much that it's so wrong and doing it in and of itself it's usually the stuff that comes along with it because usually what comes along with it is, oh, well, you know, these black dudes is ghetto or they or they too messy or they fight all the time and they do this and they do that. Or I guess, you know, oh, these white people, they the ones who actually took me in, you know, the black people left me behind. It becomes more so an attack on other black folk. It becomes more so, you know, putting down other black people more so than it is like, oh, I fell in love with this person because most of the conversation that come from it tells me that you didn't necessarily find a love with this white man. You 
hate black men. So you went to the next available thing. Okay, so could I could could the other side of that be the way that the question is presented to them? Because some because questions are statements in disguise. I mean, that's that's a saying. So when when you're asking somebody, I mean, like sometimes that can come off as kind of saying you're you're kind of betraying your race, blah, blah, blah. And then their response comes in the defense, comes off defensive, you know? Um, go ahead. But why is your defense automatically to basically say that, well, I did because black men are trash. Like, why is that? Why? Why is that your immediate defense? I think in that that begs a bigger question as to why is that what you go to to defend yourself? Why can't it be like what some I think some of you said earlier? Why can't it be that? Oh well, no, I actually fell in love with this person. You know, we we had this whirlwind romance and blase blase blase. Why is your defense? Oh well, the black gay men are this 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 and that. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely an issue. Uh Brandon, what are you what are your thoughts? You're being very quiet wow. today. I, I, I feel like so... you got a lot of shit to say. Brandon, so hold back. <laughs> Y'all were so vocal. I didn't want to, you know, interrupt. <laughs> no, I um so not speaking about celebrities, I think for uh people who aren't, I definitely believe love is love, but I think, you know, and I feel like you, you can't necessarily control who you fall in love with, but a lot of that like we need to look at like preference and what your preferences come from. We need to look at a lot of people like they're in their quote unquote social state and their social circle. And so like, sometimes you gotta look at that too. Like, who did you grow up around? Where did you go to school? Different things like that. But I agree a lot with what Marcus said that a lot of people who date white men, they want you to feel like they got some kind of a prize or there's like something special and not to discredit their love that they have with their relationship. But you've now made your relationship about everything that's wrong with black people everything that's wrong with your past relationships versus celebrating what is the now that you're enjoying. Like, we're happy, you know, you got a relationship that's great, but it's not special just because you're dating somebody who's not Black. That doesn't gotcha. make it better than anything else. Okay. Now, there's there does seem to be a knee-jerk reaction, like if, if somebody comes out and they're in a relationship. So... Famous people? In a relationship are, where they white. I, I get upset every time. Huh? Absolutely. I, I get upset every time. I do. I do. Okay. And why is that? Because we don't have two black gay men who are famous dating each other. I don't think I'd like you, like a black gay celebrity comes out and you like hold your breath, like, oh my gosh, are they going to have someone? Are they going to have someone? That we and know of. Probably pop up with a man. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like two celebrities like together dating, we'd never know. Like right. we could sit there and name probably all the black gay celebrities. There aren't too many, you know, that are out, but mm -hmm. they all, if our partner are partnered with somebody white. Literally, the only I can only think of two. There's a couple that had a show on Netflix. It was called Style in Hollywood. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Adair and uh, what's that man name? I think it's Jason Bowen. I think it's man name. Him and then the dude from Queen Sugar, the little Micah from Queen Sugar, and uh, yes, Justice. Nick Ash. It's Nick Ash and Justice Smith. Ash, yes. Justice, yes. Oh, I, I know Nick. I know Nick. Like that's literally that's literally it. Everyone else is like they're all paired off with someone, and that's the thing. It's always somebody white. Like it's like interracial just automatically equates to with somebody. Wait, else. but um, mm -hmm. dumb dumb Nick and homie, they're not full black. I think. Who? Nick Ash. Nick and Justice. Well, if one of them, even if one of them is mixed, they're still dating together. So even that though is still a rarity. I think there's I another. Think, I think um, I think they still publicity too because let me shut up. Let me shut up. Let me shut up. Travis, shut up. <laughs> Travis, shut up. 
finish your thought. How about just finish it? I, I mean, mean, since you, you know. started, you know, no, 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 no. Pe people only put things to the public when they want it to be seen. If they want it to be seen, they want it to be talked about. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay. So it's not just it's not just a regular Instagram post saying, "Hey, we're we're together." It's something else. A little bit different mm, than that. Everything, everything in the media and the press and all that is obviously planned before it hits the press, and, and that's all I'm gonna say. Hmm. Oh, I mean, but that's dumb. <laughs> that's what everything. I don't like, believe it's bull. It's just like bullshit. But I agree with y'all. So anyway. <laughs> Oh, Wait, so you're saying you don't believe their relationship or you do believe their relationship? I'm confused. I, I... No, no, you walked down this road. Now you, we might as well we're not that. talking about that. We're just talking about... You brought it up. I, I, bring up the, I bring up the boy. We'll, up leave the boy. That. we'll leave that for our after show. How about that? <laughs> we'll come back to that on our after show. <laughs> I want to talk about what I know. And trust me, I know a lot. So, okay, so... Um, <laughs> There's also I want to say just to bring it back to the bachelor. There are also um, at least there's at least one Asian contestant on there, and there are a few Latina contestants there as well. Do you think the reaction would be similar if he ended up with one of them? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And rightfully so, you think? To me, and my house, as Marcus would say. I think it's just because in general, there's not really representations of Black love. Anytime you see a Black person or a Black character and they fall in love, it's normally like somebody who's not Black. It's like we can't see two Black people really be in love and work. I think the only example currently probably in the last five to 10 years is This Is Us with Randall and Beth. I can't mm -hmm. think of really any other popular show or platform where there are two Black people in love or dating or married or whatever. Be them gay, mm -hmm. straight, whatever else. Okay. All right. Well, or imposed, uh, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with uh <laughs> with the Bachelor. Um, I'll keep my eye on it. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna watch the whole thing. Um, I'm not. I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll keep my eye on it and see what happens to see who see who he ends up with. Maybe we might have to revisit this conversation later. Um, I'm going to move on to our third topic, daddy issues. <laughs> and I'm only saying I'm saying daddy issues because of the hat that this girl was wearing in the interview. Ciao. Oh, oh I get it. You know it. I, I like what you're doing here. Keep it up. I was with you. I was with you. I gotta stop drinking because I was lost again. <laughs> so uh Mia Ponsetto, also known as Soho Karen, who is white, attacked a 14-year-old black boy after falsely accusing him of stealing her phone. It was eventually returned by an Uber, an Uber driver who found it in his car. A few days ago, an interview between her and Gail King aired where this happened. Let me share my screen yet again. Hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, I know y'all did. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> uh, there we go. The footage shows me Attacking his son of attacking him. How yelling at him? Yes. Okay. I apologize. Can we move on? I know you're saying I don't need to. I'm just want to apologize. But I do think that there should be some context to your actions that day. Okay. So basically, I'm 
I am a 22 year old girl. I am, I, I don't, I, racism uh, is, I said, I, how is one girl accusing a guy about a phone a crime? Where is the context in that? Mia, what is the Mia, deeper, what is the deeper, what is the deeper Mia, story Mia, it's here? not, it's, it, that's not the problem. You have to at least understand your actions that day. You seem to have attacked this little boy, this young boy, this, this teenager. You seem to have attacked this teenager about the phone. And then it turned out he didn't even have your phone. That's the thing. I mean, you're, you're, you're saying, look, I'm 22 years old. You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. I get it. Enough. The hotel did have my phone. The hotel did end up having my phone. I did get my belongings returned to me. Okay, so that's that. <laughs> yeah, don't get the phone. What'd you say? Don't get the phone. It's called Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Kim Kardashian Cloud, but this whole right here is crazy. <laughs> no, she started at 5.730, if you ask me. Mm. Yeah, so let me get my questions back on the screen. Hold on. Jeez. Marcus, this is, like he has something this is too to much say. for like, like he's, he's burning. <laughs> Marcus, actually, why don't he's you just go in. ahead and just jump in? Jump in. Please. No, I'm praying for several reasons. First of all, who the who the fuck is this is this daddy that you claiming on your hat, first and foremost? First of all. Second of all, sweetie, do you know who you're talking to? Right. You, you, that's all I'm gonna say. You talking to Oprah's best. Friend, she would buy and sell your life to have them over somewhere up in a place where they won't just steal your phone, but steal and, your whole being. In Kuwait, in um, Kuwait. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say the places names, but and my whole thing is just like it just it just goes to show just how messed up in the head a lot of these people's racism has made them. Because she she cannot fathom how messed up what she did really was. You came up here, you didn't jump on this man on camera. You didn't call him everything but a child of God. And then he get mad when his daddy comes to his defense. Well, he attacked me. Girl, you you damn near sent the fucking police and everybody else in the hotel to go and slaughter this boy on the street. Chill the fuck out. Go somewhere with the fake daddy that your head is calling out for. Listen to your <laughs> pro-distressed lawyer because she's going through. And shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody else have reactions? I don't know if you can follow that up very well, but uh let us <laughs> Brandon. Um the lawyer, like go off, like, Brandon. Girl, Brandon. You didn't wanna I mean, go off. <laughs> you didn't like and it's like you're supposed to like control your client. So like this minute interview was supposed to help, I think supposed to like paint her in a better light. I think it's supposed to maybe help the case that she eventually has when she's the court. But it's like, girl, shut the fuck up. Like, there's nothing you're doing that's helping. And like, even when she did the whole, like, enough thing, the lawyer's like, stop, stop, stop. Like, but that's even more awkward. Right. All this is on camera. We can see I'm you telling her curious. to stop. <laughs> like, I'm we can see saying, you're As far as even have uh, the lawyer even allowing this to happen, it's like, really? you know your you know your client. So why, she I just don't, don't understand. That lawyer, that lawyer does not know her. Sorry, not, let me just cut you off. But that lawyer does not know her because why? She had to tell her client to shut the hell up on national, tele, uh, international at this point, television, 
to be quiet. She don't know this girl. First of all, this there's a lot of things wrong with this little Soho Karen chick. Like her outfit, her hat, her daddy hat was fading. Okay, those hats don't cost no more than nine dollars. <laughs> and she knows she was talking to Gail King and you know come with that sorry ass outfit on. Yeah, yeah, I know y'all agree with me. Stop. I, I okay, so that. yes, the outfit, like the the hat. Outfit, the disrespect, what was, what was and the... <laughs> what you did was obnoxious. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I read completely. something that like the lawyer told her not to wear the hat or do whatever else, but she was like, "No, I'm gonna keep it on." So it's like, mm -hmm. okay. So Gina, if I was a lawyer, I probably would quit right then. <laughs> like, you guys have to a story yourself. on her. Her and her mama, if you do your research, is a drunk, and they have a history of acting a fool in public while intoxicated. So to me. First of all, yes, Gail is iconic. That's number one uh, in, in journalism. That's but the girl, girl, she wants clout. That's what it is too. All these hoes want clout. Sorry. <laughs> that that really does seem like that's the theme for today's episode. Do anything for clout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, I just it's 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 crazy. And I just was immediately taken aback. I think all of us wanted to kind of jump through the screen when we first saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think uh, Kiss My Cheeks TV is in the chat. She, I think she saw it for the first time right now, and so she's oh, she's wow. going through it right now. So my heart's out to you, girl. <laughs> the fuck? Don't fuck with but, Gail King. Uh, like Oprah is, is, is sketchy. Gail, she she. I mean, see, she a little she a little. I mean, but they besties, so you can't say they, one is both, sketchy. The other one's not a they bestie. I mean, right, you're right. You're right. Brother for the flock together. So yeah. <laughs> I wanted to defend her, but she said she don't want to be called an auntie, so I kind of sat back and let it happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. She said, "Don't come at me with that." Uh, so talking about um, talking about clout chasing, I guess we can move Lord. into this last topic: party poopers. Which, um, so let me just run into this because there's this is this is wide. Okay, this is just a lot. This is just a lot. So there's an Instagram account that sparked uh, what people are calling the gay civil war. Since July of 2020, the anonymous account at Gays Over COVID has been putting a spotlight on the people in the gay community who disobey safety guidelines to go party in huge crowds without masks. This past New Year's Eve, there was a huge circuit party out in Puerto, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, uh, and this account was on the case. According to a tweet, thread by at Zach Ford. They've analyzed Facebook location data, Venmo payments, and more to name and shame the people attending these parties. While many were cheering on this account, it received backlash from many as well who believe that this public shaming is harmful, doesn't change behavior, and promotes cyberbullying. Uh, eventually, there was even a $500 bounty for the identity of the person behind this anonymous Instagram account. The identity is still unknown. Uh, so, Travis, how do you feel about calling these people out? I'm, I'm awful calling anybody. That's, that's my nature. I call hoes all the time. <laughs> However, it's just more so like it's just exhausting. One, we still in a pandemic, so let's not act the fool. Number two, if someone wants to act the fool, if it ain't true, mind your fucking business. And number three, I mean, it is it is what it is. Um, it's listen, just we're still in a pandemic. I we all want to have fun. 
we got to be smart, but sometimes people don't want to mind their damn business. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening right in this situation specifically mm-hmm. is that you're not minding the business. If people want to black out in, in Mexico and Puerto Vallarta, whatever the hell they at, then let them black out. Let them black out if it ain't true and mind your business. That's just me. <laughs> so, okay. So it sounds like Brandon, you're, you're Brandon, kinda, leave me alone, Brandon. Sorry, say it again. It sounds like you're kind of taking both sides of it. Like, uh, you well, well I don't out. take sides. That's that's the thing. I don't take sides. So, but yes, yes, I, I yes, you you are yes, you are correct. But I just I don't take sides yet. I can see both both sides. <laughs> Do both you sides. Okay. okay? You lean more on the side with the people who are upset of be out of being called out. Like I said, I like to have fun. But we're in a pandemic, so I'm not out. I would be in Mexico with them black out if you weren't in a pandemic. But listen, listen, it, listen if people could see you, people are going to talk about you. And that's just what it is. Okay. All right. Um, so, when you go out, don't get no pictures taken so they can't talk about you, basically. And if you want to go out, just don't go out. Like, just like, you could go out and not be seen. We're dealing with a dangerous situation where you could kind of where you could impact the lives of other people around you. It's not just about you. And exactly. so yeah, so it's 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 kind of a it's kind of you, you can't really just go out. I mean, if you're gonna go out, you have to be um you have to be responsible and you can't be in these big crowds of people and you know super spreader events um and when you're when we're drinking i'm thinking for myself but when sometimes you know we we forget certain things sometimes we're having a good time so yes that's definitely that's why i stay home because i know when i try not to get crunk so right. if you're one of those type of people then just stay home because when we drink we forget certain things throughout the night or whatever the case may be but whatever marcus how are you feeling about this story here um i don't know i honestly i go back and forth every time i hear something else about it because on the one hand, I get it. You know, we are in a Panasonic, and we got to around. Like, but at the same at the same time, like, two things kind of raised some red flags for me. One, like, if I remember right, they were saying they were tracking these people's um, like bank accounts and you know where they were like their flight mileage and stuff like that, and that kind of scares me a little bit. You know, like mm-hmm. you are you going to go find these people bank information and stuff to say that, oh, well, look, they swiped their card in Mexico somewhere. Um, that throws me and it also throws me because I don't think I've heard of any. I don't think I've heard of anybody doing this for like, say, for instance, all the straight people that still going out. Um, but like someone, why are you picking why are you why are you picking on this particular group of people to say, like, look how wrong they are. Look at them spreading disease like that. That feels weird to me. That feels weird, but I feel like I don't know. I mean, I feel like you can because the account holder is apparently a gay man, so he's speaking on his community. Um, he can't be Mexican because I don't know Mexicans are not savvy like have a computer. No, he's talking about um, he the man gay. <laughs> yeah, the one the one behind the account. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. I don't. I don't. I I I, I do understand that it's a little bit. It's a little bit, it gets a little bit weird when you start tracking accounts and all that stuff. Um, but I don't know. I'm just like, yo, you know, y'all need to stay in the house. Y'all can't be doing this. And I, so I kind of understand what he's doing. 
Um, Brandon, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about calling these people out? Do you think that it's right what he's doing? Do you think that the people who have been called out are overreacting? I mean, they did put a $500 bounty on his head. $500? Um, yeah. I think it's a Basically bit invasive. <laughs> I think it's a bit invasive to like post, you know, airline information, um, post, you know, credit card receipts, all type of stuff. Like you don't need to know all of that. And most people who are going out and who are hanging out, honestly, are posting their own stuff to social media. So we'll see it anyway. Or well, they're posting it to be, their close friends. So it's yeah, enough. To be clear, anyway. I don't think they I don't think that they uh posted credit card information and stuff like that. I think that they had Well no no no, not that. I'm saying the fact that they're out in general. I'm mm -hmm. like, so most people who are still going out and partying, it's not a secret. Like we know who these people are. Enough people are open enough to the fact that they're still gonna have fun. We see them getting exactly. on planes, whatever else. I think my main issue is that it's these super spreader events. So that means normally though, people are coming in from other places, like they went to Mexico. So not only are you affecting us back home when you all come back, but you're affecting them there as well because all of y'all have went there for whatever else, you know? So I don't I don't like that aspect of it. Like, I think it's one thing to go to a packed club in your local city, or maybe if you come domestic somewhere else, but I think it's, you're doing a lot now when you're like on planes and you're going to different countries and it, it's entirely too much because we're still in Panasonic, as <laughs> Marcus said. I um, love that. And I get, I get though the inkling or the 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 want to want to go out because we've been dealing with this for almost a year now. So I completely absolutely get that, especially if you're a very social person. But we're also still in it, so you need to be responsible to an extent as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I just I just want to say like I am not advocating you know for people to go out to these super spreader events. Like <laughs> I do think you know you should stay at home whenever possible. But I, I, like I said, it's just for me, it's just the way that a lot of these people are going about to, to, uh, to find these people information is kind of concerning yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, there's, an, there's a sense of being untouchable for these people. Um, you know, these uh, largely the people that he's calling out, that this account is calling out are fit, able-bodied, white gay men. And... I just, I don't know. I don't know if the reaction would be the same if it were anybody, any other group. I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think that we would, do you think that it would be the same thing if we were calling out, you know, you know, if we see a bunch of videos of, you know, black people out, I don't know, there was, there was a video, people were in the, in a house or something, and there was like 200 people in a house or something like that. I think that, that video like, is that, old. I think that video is old. That, that was this weekend in Atlanta. I mean, well, Atlanta's yeah. never shut down, so there's that. I mean, and this and next week is MLK, so you know the city's about. And to I was die. seeing the niggas tweet about it, and I'm like, but I mean, I ain't going there. Pride, so I shouldn't be surprised. And but also that though, that's a that's a like a government issue, like because the governor has said we're never going to shut down. So like, I think at least the mayor of Atlanta, she's tried, but when the governor over you is like, no, we're not closing anything. Like, open this shit back up. What can you do? Yeah, I, uh, and, I like, and I honestly, I honestly, I feel like that's that's something that goes on with uh, that goes on in a lot of these people's minds. Like, I try to f figure out, like, okay, what is in, you, what is making you want to go out and still do this, knowing you know all the stuff that's going on. It's, I, I think, with Marcus, sorry, it's a control. It's a phone call. I, I don't, I'm not, I don't uh, fear of missing yeah. out. And I had a couple, mm -hmm. and I, and I think that's real. 
Yeah. If, you're miss, if you're missing out, I think that's what's like happening. Nasty. We tomorrow because we stay in the house, but a lot of these hoes ain't tomorrow. <laughs> they, 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 you know what I'm saying? We, we here on Sunday, we could be blacking out the neighborhood bar, but we're here together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a little different. So it's more, I feel like it's more so like a fear of missing out. And it's a lot of, it's not a gay thing, it's a people thing. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. 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 It's that fear of missing out and it's that idea of like, you know, well, the government is saying, you know, the governor is saying I can still go out, you know, in a lot of cities, these mayors and the higher up people are saying there's nothing to worry about. So I might as well. And then you yeah. also take into the consideration that a lot of these folks are just like, because a lot of people, I feel like a lot of young people especially are just like, you know what, if I get sick, I get sick. If I die, I die. Like, that's really like their yeah. mindset. And I feel like that's a lot of the people who we see doing this. Is that a good thing? No. But that's just that's not you know what I also find interesting is that you know we've got we have nurses who are going out to these big events too. You know, they're on one hand they're talking about, you know, wash your hands, social distance, blah blah blah. And then you know, on social media they're out at these parties. So it's it's that's weird. But they have their vaccine. They're the first ones to fucking get it. Well, but at the same time, they are the ones who know that having a vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID. It just prevents you from getting sick. And you could still potentially spread it, you know, to other people. So that's why it's still important. Once you get the vaccine, you have to put your mask on. Um, It's like wearing a condom, but you know how that is today. But anyway, I digress. Exactly. And I on think that also, note, <laughs> I, I can't. No, I mean, is there any are there any final thoughts about this before we before we close out, Brandon? I think we kind of cut you off. No, so I think it's not just FOMO. I think it's also just the fact that like the stuff is open, so it's like, well, I'm not doing anything else at home, or I've been sitting home long enough. Like, I might as well go out. The club is open, or the bar is open, or whatever else. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, I went out to eat um this was over the summer for like a birthday party or something thinking that things would still be a little distance or whatever else and now the restaurant was packed i was like oh my goodness i should really be at the house right now but mm. i was already there at that point like you know yeah yeah and that's the last i guess that would be a good final question for you guys what has been the riskiest thing you have done during Ooh. this time wow right <laughs> no, that probably was it, honestly. I think. Well, I don't know. Trap, I you're getting to you. I see you zipping. You, you got to have to spill on this one. Because <laughs> I've been seeing mm-hmm. stuff now that it says like the, the small gatherings are probably more dangerous. Mm. So I definitely have had a couple or been to a couple, I guess, intimate, you know, like small gatherings over the past year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, to, you know, it's like. I think at one point we were trending downward. And at that point, I personally was a lot more comfortable going out and Mm -hmm. being amongst people, but still being responsible, you know? But I think where we are now, I just don't think it's really a good time to be doing much of anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Marcus. Put that glass well, down. Let us know what you what you did. I can't. I can't. Ah. Hook, um, if I'm honest, probably hook up because Ooh. I told I told y'all on the show my thirtieth was September and I wasn't going into thirty draft. That just wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> so the hookup still from September to the end of the year was probably my danger, my most dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. 
talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, Travis, can you give can you give us one example? It doesn't have to be your worst if you if you can't if you can't um, go there. But. I have one real quick uh, example is that so you know when we were on quarantine and then they like in the beginning of summer they kind of like like were easing up and letting us out little by little. At least I I live in, lived in New York so in that time. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So boom, they let us go out. My friend was like, hey, let's go to a party. It was a, a small lounge. It was like invite only, all kind of deal. It was, of course, New York was really shut down. It, like, it was really bad. So I walked into a barbershop, very sketchy. But behind the barbershop, this was a was door. It looks like, like he was, I was going into a bathroom, but it was a full-blown club right in Washington Heights in Manhattan in New York City. And I was like, wow. ooh, just like, just like Brandon, he was like, when he went to the brunch, but the, the situation, I was like, bitch, I'm ready here, because I'm staying here, though. I'm staying here, but it was, <laughs> but it was one of those things that I was there, but I was like, all the way back in the corner, like, and I didn't move, like, I had my, I, like, sent my friends to the, to the bar, get me drinks, so I'm like, bitch, I'm I just smoke nobody hookah, and you know, Dominicans in the Bronx, <laughs> at New York, we love hookah. <laughs> so that was real scary. I was real nervous, but yes, I, I went to like twice during quarantine and never again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think what I what I've done, you know, I've gone out to eat a couple times, um, mostly outside. Uh, there was this one time where we went, we got reservations for a rooftop restaurant, and there was only like five tables outside. Now they weren't all taken, but they decided to seat us on the inside portion. So I'm like, okay, why, why did you do that to us? But that was, that was one of, that was one moment. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. I don't, I don't, I mean, like, aside from, I, I, most of the stuff that I've done has been outside. Uh, I know, yeah, I think I went to, when I went apple picking months ago, uh, we went to eat inside. Um, Of course it was social, socially distanced. Um, and it was during the time where it wasn't a whole, it wasn't as bad as it is now. So I don't know. I mean, I guess you kind of have to make a judgment for yourself. And I, and also Travis, to, to your point, New York was very much um, the safety hub of the United States for a while. So, Hello. so the, the, um, <laughs> the mentality is a little bit different out there. Um, but yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that's it for us, but Travis, could you please let the viewers know where to find you online? Yes. Well, I want to say, listen, thank you, gentlemen. I had a fucking blast. <laughs> we loved having you. <laughs> Today. All right. Um, yeah, you can find me at um, all my social media handles is Travis Dimitri. And you can find me at uh, TravisDimitri.com. All right. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, you, all of our Twitter links, all of our links and uh, social media links can be found in the description below. I am at Jared D. King. And uh, Brandon, why don't you let us know your name? I can put that on the screen, too. <laughs> I am at Are you frozen? call me Otis. He said what? Oh, no, your screen is frozen, but that's OK. You look, you have a very cool profile going on. <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been frozen for like 10 minutes. You'll see it's it in fine. the replay. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, where, where, uh, can, where can we find you? Oh yeah, all of my stuff is um, at Loose as a Deuce on like Twitter and Instagram and so on and so forth. All right, all right. So uh, if you enjoyed our conversation and want to see more of us, please go to boysandbrunch.com and become a patron. You'll get exclusive access to our after show, Splitting the Bill, 
which we are going to record in just a moment. It is time for our toast. Uh, Brandon, you're back. You're in just in time for our toast. Damn, why Am are you I? doing I... me like that? Just put it, just like, just fake it. Just put it at the bottom of the camera. <laughs> yeah, cover it. There you go. <laughs> So until next time, be careful what you say because the boys will brunch. Take care, everyone.